I think that most people will say that they've learned more from their mistakes than they did from their successes, yet being wrong remains one of the most feared outcomes in life. In this podcast, I share lessons learned from mistakes that have helped me to become a more authentic version of myself. I believe that the key to personal growth starts with being okay with not always getting it right. My name is Lonnie Woods III, and this is What I Did Wrong. As we head into the Thanksgiving season, I want to first say happy holidays to everyone. But I couldn't help but be reminded of those hilarious hashtag Thanksgiving with Black Family memes that surfaced on the internet via Black Twitter a few years ago. You know those ones that outline the often uncomfortable situations and questions that family members may ask about your appearance, your career, your love life. Questions like, when are you gonna have kids? Or how's your relationship going? Or you look like you're gaining weight or you look like you're losing weight. So many people dread going home for the holidays because of this. And if you are one of those people, today's episode just might be for you because we're gonna be talking about setting healthy boundaries right here on What I Did Wrong. The dictionary defines boundaries as a line that marks the limits of an area, a dividing line. Boundaries are basic principles you identify for yourself. They are different for everyone and are often created because you are stressed, anxious, overwhelmed and exhausted by pressure that you feel from others. Major key, pressure that you feel from others. They are simple guidelines that you are responsible for setting for the benefit of your own health and wellness. Boundaries are the guidebook that outlines what makes you you in order for you to maintain the best version of yourself. Other people need to have access to this guidebook if you want them to understand how to treat you and how to help you to be your best self. A boundary is a limit or space between you and the other person. A clear place where you begin and the other person ends. The purpose of setting a healthy boundary is of course to protect and take care of you. Healthy boundaries are those boundaries that are set to make sure you are mentally and emotionally stable and thriving. For me, setting boundaries with certain people that I am just getting to know is a bit easier than setting boundaries, say, with close family or friends. Because many of us were not taught about boundaries, I feel that they are widely misunderstood. Because of that, sometimes other people take offense when you explain what your boundary is or you try to enforce it. The essence of boundary setting is founded in understanding that your power and your right is to feel safe, valued, and respected. According to psychcentral.com, there are 
five sort of categories of boundaries. The first being physical boundaries. This refers to your personal space, your privacy, and your body. There are also sexual boundaries. These are your expectations concerning sexual intimacy, sexual comments, and touches that might be uncomfortable for you. There's also intellectual boundaries. These boundaries concern your thoughts and beliefs. Intellectual boundaries are not respected when someone diminishes another person's ideas or opinions. There's also emotional boundaries. These refer to a person's feelings. You might not feel comfortable sharing your feelings about everything with a friend or a partner. So instead, you prefer to share gradually over time. And last but not least, financial boundaries. For this one, it's about money. If you like to save money or not spend money or... Maybe someone invites you to something you can't afford or asks to borrow money. That is when financial boundaries come into play. Now, boundaries look different for everyone because what makes each of us feel most at peace or safe or valued or respected varies, but the common thread in using boundaries is that it is a way of creating a clear distinction about what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. There's an acronym that I found online that I think is really helpful for boundary, and that is be aware of what is unacceptable and normalize saying no, do what's best for you, and you know it's not your responsibility to sacrifice yourself for others. If you are someone who is new to the concept of boundary setting, I thought it might be helpful to go over some of the signs or red flags that alert you that your boundary might be needed. So the first one for me is that I feel uncomfortable. Trust your gut. If you feel like something is off based on the way that someone is treating you, whether it be at work or in your personal life or anywhere, You may need to set a boundary, especially if you have a regular relationship with this person. But even if you don't, for instance, let's say you're out at a bar and someone is, you know, touching you on the dance floor, asking you if you want to dance with them and you are saying no and they are being persistent. That is a time where you might have to put a boundary in place. So the next sort of red flag or identifier for boundary setting is you feel resentful or frustrated. So have you ever been in a relationship or had a friendship where you're starting to resent the person or you're starting to get frustrated when you talk to them? Perhaps this is because uh, they are violating a certain boundary that you may or may not have set. So if you're feeling resentful and frustrated, it might be time to set a boundary. Another sign that it might be time for you to set a boundary is that you are exhausted based on the effort that you are putting into a certain relationship or the amount of energy that it takes or that someone takes from you when interacting with you. And last but not least, you feel violated. You know what it's like to feel violated. So if you feel like someone is violating you, that is a sign that there needs to be some varying degree of a boundary. Boundaries can be preventative or they can be put into place as a reaction to something. So let's use an example. So let's say you have a roommate 
and your roommate is constantly eating your food without asking your permission. No, you've never talked about sharing food, but they are constantly eating your food. As a result, if you want to set a boundary because you don't want them to eat your food without asking, you could set a meeting and talk to them and ask them if they could stop eating your food and that if they would like the food that they should ask you first or you could potentially do something like label the food and not share food but you'd have to let them know that they were crossing um, a boundary after you set the boundary sometimes we get frustrated when someone is violating or someone is going against what we want because we haven't told them yet what we want or what we don't want again boundaries The only way to let someone know that your boundary is being crossed is through clear communication. A big mistake that I've made in the past is assuming that a person should know what I need before telling them. And even if I had maybe hinted or if I had kind of said it in the past, it's important to be clear and direct is what I've learned. You have to be upfront and direct with your boundaries so that it's super clear so that you can reinforce and that you can let the person know that you're aware of what your boundaries are and that way that they can act accordingly. Now, I know that someone is not honoring my boundaries because I typically feel uncomfortable based on their behavior towards me and this is the first sign. In many cases, This is before a person is aware of what my boundary is, so it is my job to let them know. These conversations can be very uncomfortable, especially if the person is not receptive of the information that you're bringing towards them about your boundary. I've experienced people getting defensive or being manipulative or even gaslighting me in situations where I'm bringing up a boundary to them that's going to help me to feel safe, respected, loved, and valued. I once had a friend that used to call me on the phone every day, just about, very often, multiple times a day sometimes, and it used to really bother me. I felt like the person wasn't respecting my time. I also felt like I was constantly tending to their needs on a regular basis and that those sort of, that type of effort wasn't being applied to me. But I would usually just answer anyway. And this went on for months before I really started to get frustrated. And what I did was I had a conversation with the friend to let them know that I can no longer have those voice calls so frequently. And the calls still continued after they agreed to stop or slow down. Now, the more that my boundary was not respected, the more frustrated I became. Now, I should have put my foot down and stuck to my boundary And sometimes when people refuse to respect your boundary, you have to create a stronger boundary. And for me, sometimes that has led to total separation from the person altogether. Now, there is a dark side to boundary setting. That is when we create so many boundaries that it is impossible to connect deeply with those who we truly want to be closer to. Now, lately, I've been fascinated with the concept of attachment styles, and I recently found out that my attachment style is avoidant dismissive. And this basically means that due to some 
emotional neglect in my childhood that I sometimes push people away. One way that I push people away is through setting rigid boundaries. And those boundaries protect me, but they also prevent a sense of intimacy. So there is a balance that occurs with setting boundaries. And I am currently assessing my ability to identify why I set boundaries and I'm exploring alternatives in certain situations when I want to form closer relationships. I have to maybe prioritize the amount of boundaries I have and or um, reduce the boundaries to help me to get closer to people that I want to get closer to. What I did wrong was not communicate my boundaries with people who were making me feel uncomfortable, not valued, loved, or respected. What I also did wrong was allow people to not honor my boundaries and not correct them. What I did wrong was say yes when I really meant no or maybe. What I did wrong was go the extra mile when I shouldn't have or when I didn't have the energy or the resources to. What I did wrong was seek validation from people who needed me to show up for them more than I showed up for myself. And now I know that the acronym for boundary stands for be aware of what is unacceptable and normalize saying no. Do what is best for you and know that it's not your responsibility to sacrifice yourself for others. Thank you for tuning in to the What I Did Wrong podcast. Be sure to follow the show over on Instagram at What I Did Wrong Podcast. There are new episodes bi weekly on Wednesdays. Until next time, remember that mistakes do not define you and regret was meant to refine you. I'm your host, Lonnie Was the Third, leaving you in love, peace, and style.